some Budapest, my, my hidden treasure chest. Hi there, welcome. Hey, Daly Show. Yeah, minor little glitch on some audio today. No big deal. <laughs> I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, welcome. I welcome you and glad you're listening in. Go to katedallyradio.com for podcasts. And uh, I will have Melissa on the show today, Susan, uh, just uh, really talking about some crazy stuff today. Missing kids, um, what's really going on, and uh, how people are scamming the system, which is so important to know how people are doing this, uh, especially those that come to our country. Everybody wants to know that. Uh, how are they doing it? And uh, and also, um, I wanted to mention, uh, in the last hour, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, YouTube deleting uh, videos. Um, what uh, the American Medical Association said about vaccines, very interesting. What Illinois did. Illinois did something kind of monumental and not in a good way. Um, a horrible, horrible thing. And, uh, of course, trade war. Is it our new World War Three? All kinds of stuff today. And let me mention this. Uh, Field of Flags. Um, Field of Flags at Historic Town Square, right on Main Street. Um, this is opening up at 9 in the morning on the 13th, 14th, and 15th. Isn't that great? 13th, 14th, and 15th. So uh, tomorrow and uh, Friday and Saturday, go check it out. Go bring your kids, and uh, you'll see a whole lot of wonderful flags flying, and all the proceeds support veterans and their families here in Washington County. It's at Historic Town Square tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. Make sure you attend. And, uh, oh, boy, let's see. Romney. Um, <laughs> you know, I hate starting out a show with Romney. You know why? Because... So many of you uh, have emailed me, messaged me um, on Facebook. It's been kind of interesting to watch um, how many people are so upset that they voted for him, the ones that did, and how he has just over and over and over again uh, proven himself to be the person he promised you he would be. And so how do we say it any better than that? He says he's not endorsing anyone, of course, in 2020 um, and uh, sort of putting it out there, I guess, uh, that, you know, um, Donald Trump's reelection is not a sure thing. Just I can't even tell you the number of these articles that have been coming out in Deseret News. Deseret News really caters to Romney. They love Romney and they don't want to print a bad word about Romney or even question anything about Romney. And I think that's a problem for you, uh, the citizen of, uh, of Utah, because I, what a disservice. What a disservice they've done. I even talked to them about it. And they... Uh, just sat there with a blank stare when I when I said, you know, uh, 71 pieces on him before the election, not one of them questioning anything. And the guy doesn't have anything on his website to explain anything. I mean, I remember uh, pre-election, but again, always pouncing on Trump. And it's usually Trump and China, which in his own election uh, for president, Romney promised he promised China that he would never betray them courtesy of uh, Kissinger and his friendship with him. And so, um, yeah, I don't trust Romney in office. He might be a, a great person outside of politics, but I don't uh, I don't like him in office. And, and he's one of the uh, he's one of those that goes along with the deep state. How well entrenched he is, I don't know, but he seems to offer himself up as a puppet. And that's bad enough. So there's that. Um, 
Which is hard, isn't it? It's hard to take. It is. Um, but that's that's the case. There was a great piece by uh, Jeff Minnick, and I wanted to go over this with you and see if you are feeling the same way Jeff Minnick is. Uh, he wrote an open letter to Congress. And on the, on, on the uh, you know, obviously we were talking about pay raise. And I thought that this was... This was interesting. You, you tell me. You tell me. 888-673-1450. I want to hear what you have to say. Uh, he said, this is a first for me. I hope this letter finds you in fine fettle. <laughs> I love this. This is a first for me, he says. I've never written an open letter. Usually celebrities, politicians, and academics compose and deliver these missives, often uh, brickbats of denunciation and, and self-defense, to be printed in the media. For an ordinary guy like me... Writing an open letter seems a bit pretentious. It makes me want to slip into a silk bathrobe, pop an American spirit light, and into the long-stemmed holder, dandle a glass of Corbel, brute on the other hand, and stroll about a rose, a, a rose garden, dictating my words to a secretary who looks like Juliette Binoche. Okay. He says, instead, I sit here at McDonald's, <laughs> six hours, that's a reality, six hours from home, sipping coffee, uh, listening to iTunes on the sound system for the fi- uh, from the 50s and 60s, and glancing now and then at a table of five-year-olds, uh, five old-timers, I'm sorry, nibbling their Egg McMuffins and discussing aircraft and the Wright brothers. Well, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Since Donald Trump's election to the presidency, a number of you, some Democrats, some Republicans, some socialists, some independents, have talked and talked about impeaching the president. I can certainly understand why. His election was a stunner, wasn't it? I've heard some folks uh, were so upset they actually entered therapy. Yeah, more than that. Uh, Others are still so unhappy that they that they light themselves on fire or stab themselves. When my candidates lose, I just toss back an extra gin and tonic, hit the sack and go to work in the morning. Different strokes for different folks. He said the Mueller report, two years in the making, exonerated President Trump of any collusion with Russia. That our president didn't conspire with Boris and Natasha to subvert the United States is surely cause to break out the champagne. Yet it brought sackcloth, sackcloth and ashes in certain quarters. Now, some of you are demanding that Attorney General William Barr break the law by giving you an unredacted copy of the report. Others accuse President Trump of mental illness. The Soviets notoriously used this tactic as a way to put dissidents behind bars. Some of you call for impeachment for no reason other than to appease your more rabid constituents. You've stuck to this subject like a tick on a dog, but polls reveal most Americans are tired of the circus. You seem to forget that many of them voted for Trump and will be more than a little unhappy if you impeach him. Others, uh, even many who didn't vote for him, believe you are engaged in a vendetta, not a quest for justice. Anyway, I have a question for you. Why not try solving some of our nation's problems? Congress. Let's look at two issues, he says. Our nation is $22 trillion in debt. I can't even imagine a million, how a million dollars stacks up, much much less a trillion. The Washington Post reports we're on track to a trillion-dollar deficit in 2020 budget alone. I have four children and a platoon of grandchildren, and I don't really like to imagine them living as paupers because our Congress lacked the guts to look a few years into the future and slash the budget. And yet you seem to have your personal finances in order. Boy, isn't that the truth? Your current annual salary is $174,000. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports the average uh, salary of an American is about 45000 You are, as I write, considering giving yourselves a raise. How many employees anywhere get to give themselves or vote to give themselves a raise? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are employees, something you tend to forget. In fact, some of you leave Congress as millionaires. How about performing the same magic on the federal deficit? 
You see, I know you love that. Perform the same magic on your own salary and coming out a gazillionaire in office. I love that. You see, what's frustrating uh, to those uh, of us outside the Beltway is that so many of you seem irresponsible with everyone else's money other than your own. And then there's illegal immigration. The New York Times, CNN, and other media have recently acknowledged a crisis on our southern border. The place is falling apart. Hundreds of thousands of people are entering our country, some slipping across the border, others being caught and then released inside the United States. Most recently, we have reports of hundreds of illegal immigrants from the Ebola-stricken Congo, the Congo, for heaven's sakes, were caught waiting across the Rio Grande. Were they turned back? Nope. They were dumped in the streets of San Antonio. So what are you going to do about this invasion? Any plans? In the next 20 years or so, Congress has had a hand in our failing education system, a health care program that baffles many and brings even greater costs, a military second to none, but with boatloads of wasted dollars and a government with lots of non-essential jobs, he says. Were you not elected to represent your constituents and to defend America's interests? How about giving it a shot? How about doing your job? As for impeachment, we will likely, which will likely backfire big time if you go through with it. Let me conclude with the words a young woman pressed to get an abortion by her companion in Ernest Hemingway's short story, Hills Like White Elephants. Would you please, 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 please stop talking, encouraging you to do so and to do your duty to the rest of us? What do you think of that piece? I probably would have added a lot more um, as far as, uh, yeah, we have an unprecedented military at what cost and why. (laughs) I would have probably asked that. And I would have asked uh, if uh, their spying that they voted on again and again and again um, has benefited us or them. I'm going to say them. I'm going to say it's just been beneficial to those collecting data hasn't really been for anything that uh, that would that would come back to us in in a in a uh, you know great way, and it violates our our uh, God given constitutional right. So we have that. We do have an invasion, and uh, what are they going to do about it? It's a good question. It's a good question, and I'm glad he penned it as an invasion. Um, our debt is our debt the biggest problem? Is the invasion the biggest problem? Is it our ignorance? Is that the biggest problem? You tell me. Um, If you were going to pen a letter to Congress, what would it say? (laughs) Honestly, what would it say? Um, It would be hard to keep it short, I'll tell you that. For me, it would be very, very hard because I'm looking at our total ignorance over the last 100 years, and and, um, Congress has uh, been more than happy to to keep us there, to make sure that we're there, and to not do anything for our liberty. Can you tell me anything that Congress has done to restore your liberty? Anything? I'm actually asking. I'm not talking about, you know, um, getting a bill uh, passed that's horrendous and then getting scraps back, <laughs> reversing scraps. I mean, have they done something that's been completely amazing did i miss it somewhere where they actually restored liberty to the people their actual job their job of because of what they were what they were supposed to do was be the watchdog right for our freedom for our liberty to make sure we all abided by the constitution right um and uh and leave the states alone and let the states do the majority of the work and really have no relevant hardly a role at all have they uh succeeded at that have they done it 
Have they done anything? I mean, anything that you could consider so praiseworthy in in restoring liberty that's been taken because now that it's been taken now that we've had these things be taken i still love living in the united states don't get me wrong i don't want to live in another country but i recognize how much we've lost too and i wonder if we realize that uh that they're a placeholder (laughs) they're not really a a catalyst for anything that they were supposed to be we'd be so much better off if the states actually could run the show now at this point and uh, kick them completely out. And then we'd be great if uh, if we could have that more close to home, even though it hasn't been great even being close to home. But that's because, you know, the money, the money the feds give. Anyway, be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I'd love to take your calls. Mitsubishi wants you to get out and play this summer. (laughs) And what better way to play than in the 2019 IIHS Top Safety Pick, the new Mitsubishi Outlander, or the 2019 RJC Car of the Year, the Eclipse Cross. Painters Mitsubishi has a large selection of previously owned quality vehicles and is home of the haggle and hassle-free zone. There's only one Painters Mitsubishi, 1600 South Hilton Drive next to Camping World. Stuckey Family Pharmacy wants to say thank you for voting them best pharmacy in the best of Southern Utah 2019. Stuckey Family Pharmacy values being your partner in wellness. Don't forget to ask about free prepackaging next time you stop in. If you take several medications, vitamins, or supplements each day, it can get confusing. With prepackaging, all your pills will be organized by day and time. Just rip off the pack and you're set. Stuckey Family Pharmacy, your partner in wellness, and now voted best of Southern Utah. Off Telegraph near Coles or at StuckeyFamilyPharmacy.com. Are you giving your Social Security dollars back to the government? It happens every day to people who don't have an effective Social Security strategy. The right plan for accessing your Social Security benefits can mean hundreds of thousands of dollars to you and your spouse's retirement income. Don't make the costly mistake of being unprepared in retirement. Call the New Millennium Group right now at 888 for a free Social Security optimization report. Take advantage of proven strategies to help maximize your Social Security benefits. You've paid into this system your entire career. Don't make the same mistakes that cost people hundreds of thousands of dollars of their hard-earned benefits. Call the New Millennium Group right now at 888-999-6370 and arm yourself with a free Social Security Optimization Report. It's absolutely free, it's easy, and could dramatically change your retirement. Call the New Millennium Group right now at 888-999-6370 or visit them at yournewmillenniumgroup.com. Want to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Saturday mornings at 9 on St. George News Radio, 1450. Hello, Southern Utah. This is Brad Pullman, owner of BT Pearson Tire and Service. And hey, Mr. DJ, can you give me a drum roll? We're excited to announce at BT Pearson Tire and Service, we now have two locations to serve you. One at 595 North Bluff and our second location at 2275 Santa Clara Drive next to Lightfoot Chevron. At BT Pearson Tire and Service, your safety comes first. Check us out at btpearson.com. My name is Josh Campbell. Shannon Smith. Kelly Clough. I am Chad Brandon. Tanya Bronson. 
My name is Aaron Ward. I've been in recovery 28 years. For over 18 years. I've been in recovery for four years. For over 18 years. For over 10 years. I've been in recovery for over eight years, and I work for Lionsgate Recovery. 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 I work for Lionsgate Recovery. I work for Lionsgate Recovery. We are people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Have you heard? AWI Networks was voted the best internet provider in the best of Southern Utah. Now is a great time to find out why AWI Networks is the best in Southern Utah. Amazing customer service, super fast, reliable internet, and great prices. Get more details at awinetworks.com. Join the thousands of patients who have benefited from the custom LASIK procedure at the Zion Eye Institute and don't miss another moment. Right now, during the Zion Eye Institute's LASIK Summer Special, save $1,000 and page is $1,495 per eye. Yes, only $1,495 per eye for custom LASIK performed by caring and experienced board-certified surgeons at Southern Utah's premier eye care center. Zion Eye features the latest technologies and a full-time on-site laser. Zion Eye's on-site laser means less cost to you and the flexibility to match your busy schedule. Call the Zion Eye Institute today for your free screening and take advantage of the limited time summer special of $14.95 per eye for custom LASIK. That's $1,000 off. The Zion Eye Institute also offers affordable and easy financing plans to help with your budget. Call today and ask about our LASIK summer special at 656-2020. That's 656-2020 or online at zioneye.com. Zion Eye Institute. If you want to take a look at what some of the finest companies in customer service have in common, I can tell you they practice values that involve both the way customers and employees are treated. Every interaction, every engagement, every motion is executed with a particular intention based on those values. It's often referred to as constancy of purpose. Companies that have a mission, a constancy of purpose, stand out from the others. Talk lines are open now. Call 8-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. show katedalyradio.com you can go there for a podcast of the show and i welcome you to do that uh, also share them far and wide share them in message groups and uh comments sections uh, when you're commenting on something point them towards the show um if you like what you hear because i i think that uh the education factor um you know i have a lot of co-hosts and i have a lot of guests that, that bring so much to the show in the way of education and i want to make sure as many people as possible can hear that it's truly the mission of the show and uh, make sure you get over to dr diet too yes i lost weight at dr diet i actually needed help finally because i kept putting it off and putting it off for months and then uh, i wasn't really getting any better because two weeks and then i'd I'd slip up and then 
cash in the chips, so to speak, and say, ah, you know, um, and uh, go back to old habits. And so it wasn't until I got with them that I actually made a difference. Um, and the difference was so great and immediate and awesome that uh, I really credit them. Dr. Diet, uh, you can call 628-DIET, 628-DIET. They also have a class coming up June 21st on salad dressings. They have all kinds of classes that they do. Uh, it's amazing. When you get over there, you realize how invested they are in your health and how they want to make sure that you uh, keep the weight off and that also you get coached through that. Make sure your blood pressure is okay. Make sure everything's going well for you and uh, and really take care of you. Tell them I sent you. Uh, Dr. Diet Wellness Center. You can also go there on Facebook, too. Uh, but sometimes you just need some help. And I'd, I'd say that goes for most everybody, to tell you the truth. Um, as strong as we are, we don't think we do. But man, do we on that for sure, especially if you want to make lifelong changes. Um, so there was a, you're welcome to call up. I, I, I walked through a, an open letter, um, and the open letter was really like, Congress, hello, <laughs> we're out here. You're not doing much of anything. Um, and, uh, you know, the dam is breaking, and they're over there putting Band-Aids in the corner. You know, that's, it doesn't uh, amount to much. And so I think that a lot of people are probably feeling that way. You might agree or, or disagree with, with some of the stuff he said, I don't know. But I'll tell you, um, a lot of people out there are really, really frustrated with Congress. And haven't we been for eons? Hasn't it always been this way? I don't remember a time when it wasn't, actually. There was a piece by Walter Williams, and it was interesting because it brought something up that I think we debated on the show quite a while ago, but it sure brings up a good question. And so Walter, Walter, well, I can't talk today. Walter Williams and Thomas Sowell uh, are both writers that I, I find kind of interesting interesting and uh, intriguing. And this is what Walter Williams wrote. He said, we're living in a time of increasing domestic tension. And some of it uh, stems, he says, from the presidency of Donald Trump. Another part of it uh, is various advocacy groups on both sides of the political spectrum demanding one cause or another. But nearly totally ignored is how growing government control the growing government control over our lives along with the betrayal of constitutional principles. Man, could he not be more right? Uh, He contributes the most to domestic tension. Let's look at a few examples, he says. Think about primary and secondary schooling. I think that every parent has the right to decide whether his child will recite a morning prayer in school. And also every parent has the right to decide that his child will not recite a morning prayer. And the same can be said about the Pledge of Allegiance to our flag, sex education, and other hot-button issues in education. These become contentious issues because schools are owned by the government. It's true. It is true. I think that a lot of what we want the government to do actually should be done in our homes. That's how I feel. I feel like you, you, you almost can't have it both ways. If you want to send your kid to public school or your grandkid to public school, then you're going to have to, you're going to, have to accept that how you want things done isn't going to happen. And the only way to control that would be to homeschool. Um, and so he said, in the case of prayers, there will either be prayers or no prayers in school. It's a political decision whether prayers are permitted or not. And parent groups with strong preferences will organize to fight one another. A win for one parent means a loss for another parent. The losing parent will be forced to either concede or muster up private school tuition while continuing to pay taxes for a school of which he has no use. That's true. And so uh, it goes on to say such a conflict would not arise if education were not government produced, but only government financed. Say uh, 
you know, education uh, or say through education vouchers. So parents with different preferences could have their wishes fulfilled by enrolling their child in a private school of their choice. Instead of being enemies, parents with different preferences could be friends. And people, he said, also have a strong preference for goods and services. Some of us have a a strong preference for white wine and distaste for reds, while others have the opposite preference. Some of us love classical music, while others love rock and roll. Some of us love Mercedes-Benz, others like Lincolns. What's the last time, uh, or when's the last time you heard red wine drinkers in conflict with white wine drinkers? It seems that when we get to these kinds of issues, this is the hot button when it when it um, when it goes against what we feel is a is a value. And then I wonder sometimes, and this isn't Walter Williams, this is me. I just wonder sometimes those, I have, you know, I I thought that was a great time when we set, when we were allowed to uh, say prayer in school or the Pledge of Allegiance. And I don't, I, I'm not bothered by that at all. Are you? Um, and I think that what we've done then is cater to the one and the one person that probably had a problem with that or the two people or the three people. But what he's saying here is really a, a good principle too. And that is, look. Get the uh, they don't even have to to brush it with a broad stroke. Why do we not have the freedom to do that? If a kid sits down to their lunch, they have the option of saying prayer over their lunch. Right. They can. If they want to sit in in, uh, at their desk and say a prayer, that should be fine. Shouldn't it? I would think. And I would think that goes for uh, any religious prayer, any any kind of prayer. And so, you know, sometimes uh, it's it's hard for people to see that freedom means actual freedom to do those kinds of things. But we've inserted ourselves into a, a government produced product and that government produced product is anything but godly. <laughs> so we can pretend it is. It's, uh, you know, um, there's there's some signs that point toward it. Uh, if you walk into a, a courtroom um, or you're, you're up in D.C., I was, I've been there. And I've noticed there's some signs pointing to it, but it's interesting how um, a lot of people feel like one of the biggest things we've lost is prayer in school. I don't know that that's the biggest thing we've lost. I think it's the government produced education is the biggest thing that we're having to deal with. Um, prayer should be something that the parents decide and can do and, and, and tell their kid they can do. And there shouldn't be anything holding that kid back from doing it. I'd love to see the school that tried to interrupt a prayer and say that the kid couldn't say a prayer if he wanted to at his desk. Um, but at the same time, you know, there's there's the big looming issue. We have uh, we've lost sight of the government produced entities that we let run our life. And I think that that's probably uh, one of the more striking things that that we have an issue with and that we're not talking about in America. We seem to focus on the smaller issues better than the bigger overall issue. Let me put it this way. If they were able to defund and get rid of the Department of Education, how would your state or my state handle education? Would it be run closer to home? Would you have more say-so in the, in the district's choices? Would you be able to have more freedom? And would the state take that freedom? Right? What if we didn't have schools at all? What if everyone had to homeschool? Do you think everyone could do it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've thought about this before. I'm not sure. I'm not, I think everybody would freak out. I think they could do it more than they think they could. But sometimes we don't think in those terms. We sort of allocate. We allocate, allocate, allocate to to another source, either be the government or someone else. And maybe it helps us be less stressed out. I don't know. 
but I, I do know that when people are considering even homeschooling, they get a little stressed. Oh, can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah, you can, actually. We did it for eons, didn't we? Isn't that how it was done for a very, very long time? And if the argument is, well, we were ignorant, now we're intellectually superior. Really? <laughs> hmm. I beg to differ with you. I beg to differ with you. Um, so his piece, uh, he said, you know, people have all these strong, uh, you know, these strong preferences either way. Can they live in peace? Can we live in peace having strong uh, differences that uh, that actually uh, help and endorse our own freedoms and encourage freedom? He said it'd be easy to create conflict among these people. Instead of market allocation, have government through a uh, majority rule process decide uh, what wines, music, and cars would be produced. And if that were done, I guarantee that red wine lovers would organize against white wine lovers, classical music lovers against rock and roll, and Mercedes-Benz against Lincoln Continental lovers. He said conflict would emerge solely because the decision was made in the political arena. And Walter Williams went on to say the prime feature of political decision-making is that it's a zero-sum game. One person's win is of necessity another person's loss. This is why when we talk about the discrimination rights and we talk about all these things, when when we involve this much legislation, we have about a million laws a year collectively throughout the United States, all the way down to local that pass. A million laws a year. Think about that. That is huge. What are they legislating? What are they regulating? And so um, if we were able to hold that back, what would happen, right? He said, unfortunately, too many Americans want government to grow and have more power over our lives. When we talk about government light, that's what we're talking about. We like a little, and, and we do to a certain extent. We like them to fulfill the role of the, uh, you know, from the Constitution. Yes, that would be great. Yeah, that would be great. Um, but power has no bounds. And that's the problem is that uh, he said that means conflict among us is going to rise um, if, we, if we see to it that it rises. And so I think we miss the days when everybody was actually really different, but it didn't become a contentious political debate every five seconds. Don't you miss those days? I miss those days when things were a little bit more private, but we kind of gave each other the courtesy to do those things, uh, believe that way, whatever that was, and, and leave people alone a little bit more. But in this day and age, we seem to want conformity over values. We want conformity because we think that brings peace. We think that everyone's going to be okay if everybody can just get on board the same thought process, right? Isn't that what we're told? If everybody can just get on board, there won't be any fighting. (laughs) That doesn't allow for anyone's freedom of movement uh, in in their ideology at all. Um, That just allows for a, a, a collective consensus. And that's not what America was supposed to be. But that's what we're moving toward. And so I thought that that was an interesting, it was an interesting piece to get people thinking about what would you, what do you truly want? If you want peace, then that means that you let everyone be the way they are and leave them alone. And I really wish we didn't have militant groups out there fighting for, um, fighting for conformity of ideology, their ideology. I wish that we had, um, I wish that we had a, what we really need is respect for just each other and just 
And that means the militant groups need respect for everybody else, too. And they can't just go in and, and make it so through legislating behavior. And I, uh, I was because I've given this a lot of thought over the years. I truly have kind of collectively as you know, as I've gone along. And it's interesting to see that we we still are still brainwashed a lot into thinking that we need more government than we actually do. I think we actually make good choices on our own. Tell you the truth. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. summer, why not get new flooring? Ogden's Flooring and Design is having a super summer sale on all flooring. Plus, get a premium pad upgrade when you purchase carpet. And enjoy 12 months, no interest financing, OAC. Only at Ogden's Flooring and Design. See store for details. This is Jill at Ogden's Flooring and Design. Make this a summer to remember with new flooring. Stop in to Ogden's Flooring and Design today. Southern Utah's best choice for home furnishings. We're near Costco on 850 North. See you soon. Listen to 1450 every Thursday afternoon, 5 to 5.30 for the Purity Products Show. That's this Thursday, 5 p.m., Purity Products. Don't miss Financial Strategies, Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 a.m. and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 a.m. and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies is brought to you by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1497 Hi, I'm Dr. Plum. I recently attended a continuing education course where the presenter asked a room full of dental professionals how many of us had flossed the night before. Only about half the attendees raised their hands. I learned that knowledge may not be the best motivator. So what will motivate you to start working toward that healthy, beautiful smile? A special anniversary or a new relationship? Maybe an upcoming reunion or a child who looks to you as an example. Whatever inspires you to go to the dentist, I hope I see you at Plum Dental. Check us out at Plum Dental.com. Nielsen RV presents another episode of the Do Nothings. Hey, Dad, what are we doing this weekend? Oh, uh, we're the Do Nothings. So Mom will be on her phone, I'm watching TV, and you and your brother will play video games. Yay! Do Nothing again! Don't be a do-nothing. Get an awesome RV at a great price with the warranty forever at Nielsen RV off the Bluff Street exit. State Street in Hurricane at NielsenRV.com. Stuckey Family Pharmacy wants to be your partner in wellness. If you take several prescription supplements or over-the-counter medications every day, it can be a challenge. Minimize that stress by having all those pills pre-packed at Stuckey Family Pharmacy. Pre-packing provides several benefits. First, it's a free service. Having your prescriptions pre-packaged and delivered at no cost saves you time and stress. Plus, you never miss or forget a pill because they'll be pre-packaged not only by day, but by time of day. Pre-packaging is also convenient. You can get a month's worth of medications at one time, delivered right to your door. And because all of this is monitored by your pharmacist, you can rest assured that your medications and their doses are completely accurate and free from pill interactions. Ask about the free pre-packaging next time you stop by Stuckey Family Pharmacy. Stuckey Family Pharmacy, your partner in wellness. Off Telegraph near Coles or at StuckeyFamilyPharmacy.com. 
Home Flooring Connection is Southern Utah's premier flooring company and has over 40 years of hands-on experience. After consulting with four other businesses, I went with Home Flooring Connection. They were very professional from start to finish and were here several times to oversee their contractor's work. Thanks to Valerie and Brent for a job well done. Make a statement in your home with help of the experts at Home Flooring Connection. They've got your floor covered on North Bluff across from Fabulous Freddy's or online at Home Flooring Connection.com. St. George Water Heaters understands that the worst thing to come home to is water everywhere. Their superb, well-trained courtesy technician has the proper equipment to get the job done right the very first time. With at least a 24-hour response time, your water heater's problems can be resolved. Protect your investment with a courteous, trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. Have no fear. Water Heater Man is here with the same great rates, even if it's late. Call 772-9677 or stgeorgewaterheaters.com. Vetted by Andy's List and Home Lionsgate Recovery Center is a proud sponsor of the Kate Daly Show. Lionsgate Recovery, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Hi, this is Kate Daly, and I love my sponsors. No matter your situation, Bank of Utah Home Loans can help with the right home loan for you. Call Brian and the Bank of Utah Home Loans team today, 435-986-7221. Bank of Utah Home Loans, helping you grow no matter what stage of life you're in. Copiers for Sale offers Southern Utah the best quality and pricing on printers, copiers, and plotters. They sell, lease, and service any equipment your business or home office needs. CopiersForSale.com, a local company and division of Steamroller Copies, is always asking, what do you want to print today? Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Back 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. You can call up. I'm here. Uh, Melissa joins me in the next hour, then Susan, and uh, a lot to a lot to go over today. Um, a couple of a deep dives into some information as well. You know, Vermont's been in the news. Um, yesterday, uh, Vermont, uh, the governor there, who said he's a Republican, signed an ex- very extreme abortion till birth bill into law. Zero, zero restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm feeling the same way you are. I want to throw up the uh, legislation H57, zero abortion restrictions. And uh, I know I'm anyway, uh, this is uh, this is so sad. Is it any wonder they have to pay people to come to their state? You know, they're paying people $10,000 over a two year period to cover their moving and home office costs. And in return, the state gets additional taxpayers to help fund schools and roads and social services. 33 workers, 87 people total, including spouses and children, have moved to Vermont, 87. Only 87 people since the effort launched in January, most of them under the age of 40. So far, the state has shelled out 125000 of the $500,000 that the legislature appropriated to the program. They must have a lot of extra money rolling around. Uh, Well, you know, at least $500,000 to be exact. 
not only are they so horrid that they would sign this legislation, um, they really are uh, very stagnant in growth. A lot of people aren't moving there. There isn't any, uh, they're not finding a whole lot of reason to move there. And, um, and I just, you know, it, it, it kind of brought up a question for me. Would you move if somebody offered you $10,000 over the course of, uh, of two years to go there? If you think about it over the course of two years, that's pretty minuscule. But, um, but you know, we fund people all the time. We write them checks. Uh, we write them checks for several thousand dollars and fund them. They can move wherever they want. Vermont even doing this is kind of ridiculous because uh, why? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you don't have to be uh, on welfare to do it, right? But good heavens. Um, yeah. I <laughs> I was just shaking my head at this and thinking, you've, you know, um, the more that Vermont wants to sign legislation like the abortion till birth law. Um, well, I'm going to I'm going to imagine they'll have to uh, extort more money from people and have to pay pay a lot more money to get people there. You know, people are going to be clamoring to go to states that are um, conservative because we have a conservative majority still in this country. So I can't see that that uh, that's actually going to get people there. And isn't it interesting? Only 87 people have taken advantage of that total, including kids. Ouch. Yeah, that's not very many families if they're if they have a couple of kids. Um. One more thing I also wanted to mention. Um, I actually posted this on the Kate Daly Show on Facebook. But this very, um, let's say, uh, kind of leftist, um, progressive review uh, page put up the fact that YouTube is taking down um, any videos, uh, well, actually deleting videos on Nazi history as part of its hate speech crackdown. Yeah. And so they said their new rules, YouTube, under the guise of, uh, of Google, because they're owned by Google, um, and then, of course, funded by our government, that uh, any, uh, the new rules around hate speech on Wednesday uh, that prohibit these videos promoting uh, Nazi ideology, denying the existence of the Holocaust, um, or uh, well-documented, they said, violent events like the shooting at Sandy Hook Elementary, um, a lot of channels are expected to be shut down. Do you ever wonder why there's so much controversy over Sandy Hook? Do you ever wonder why it's so debated? Do you hear people debating Columbine? Do you hear people debating, um, my gosh, I can't even uh, remember the guy, the military guy on base uh, that, that, that shot some people on base. Um, there are a lot of these that people don't even, there's, there's no questioning. I mean, well, there isn't enough questions there to even speculate why you would question, right? Yet on Sandy Hook, for some reason, huge, huge question marks and a lot of debate over a lot of questions. And I think sometimes it's probably good just to ask ourselves why that is. Because I think when you start doing your homework on that, I don't think you're going to come any closer to feeling satisfied that what you've been told is the whole truth about what happened. That was the same year that we changed the um, 
the laws to serve up propaganda in this country to where the government wouldn't be responsible for serving you any kind of propaganda it wants to. We used to do it in foreign lands, but now we do it here. And that came courtesy by law to remove any threat of a lawsuit, any any responsibility for serving you up propaganda through your news cycles um, and through, you know, multitude of uh, uh, periodicals and, and uh, papers and magazines that they could do it. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there um, because for some reason it just keeps coming up. And there's a reason for that. Um, So they were basically saying, uh, we're just so complex. They said there's no excuses for this, but that we're just so complex. It's so complex because, you know, things make people angry. Uh, This is what this very leftist progressive uh, rag was saying. Uh, This week, the New York Times revealed that its recommendation engine, which drives 75 percent of all views, has made it easier, um, you know, for uh, pedophiles to find videos of children and that in that they're using these as the excuses to take your um, what you should be able to view in history to take that away because it might uh, it might excite you or it might make you mad. And as they take away these things in history, then what are we left with? No vantage point then to compare and contrast where we're at today. You know, a lot of what, what, a lot of what we do on the air is going back in history to put it in perspective, right? In context. And that's how we learn is that we, we, you have sort of this, this you know, um, median line. And then you can say, well, in history, this is where we came from. This is why we did this. This is where we are today. And now if you remove history, if we remove history and allow, allow that, not all history comes from YouTube. I gather that. But if we start with this notion that this is truly okay, we've started the book burning in America now. And we've already started it because we've already started silencing voices. I still feel like, you know, well, they're not private companies doing it. It's the government. But but we kind of think it's private companies. And I've mentioned this before. I think I even talked about it yesterday. Um, but I just wanted you to know that they're really going to bat on this now. They used to talk about it, and now it's... Uh, it's truly a thing, I and mean, it's truly them really silencing uh, history because somebody might question the very history that they're, that they're viewing. Why go after YouTube videos? Well, because our, our history books in school have already been skewed. And now with the advent of the, of the Internet, now we have this whole new world of videos that we can see. We, people are putting them together and sharing information. We are, the citizens are sharing information like no other. And it's amazing. And it's great because people actually are sharing uh, things that they know that they've been privy to. Um, and it's nice because when people put things together, they bring up new ideas and, and a, a look back at the past, which is always needed. And even if I don't agree with the viewpoint, I always want to know, you know where they're coming from so that I can decide that. And then once we do this, they've been wanting to do this for a long time. Remember the CISPA? Remember all of the acts that have come along where the government felt the need to control what was on the net, to control what we're sharing? And that really is the crux of it. When something goes down in this country, they want to make sure we're not being able to share that on on, uh, Facebook or Twitter or uh, in a YouTube video. Um, 
In fact, if you start to Google now, they are really wiping it clean of any sort of adverse uh, reaction to a big event happening where people say, I question this. I don't know if this is true. Something's wonky here. And when I saw the New Zealand shooting, and and, uh, and you can take that for what it was, because, man, there were some different uh, different views on that, were there, weren't there? There were some uh, um, really strange occurrences around that whole thing. The first thing out of the gate was, how do we censor? And New Zealand propped themselves up as the, you know, um, the first uh, martyr. Look at us. We're going to censor. That's what we're going to do. Was censoring the biggest problem they had? No, but it sure made for an easy, an easy target, an easy way to say that that uh, that this is what we needed to happen. And so, um, in looking at this, I just if we the people don't start really ramping it up and start talking about this more and not just accepting it as a kind of like a. Like we're in the defense sort of measure, you know, oh, they keep hitting us. They keep hitting us. They keep hitting us. What are we going to do about it? That's the question. And do you have an idea? (laughs) What are we going to do? Because I don't want to sit there and feel pummeled all the time. That's not fun. And I do want to feel like there's there's things that we can do. Maybe different ways to look at things. Maybe people come up with different types of um, ways that we can share information. We've been inventive in the past, and I know I've said this before. We have, though. We've been inventive in the past in order to kind of work through a very, very controlling government. And how did we do it? How did we do it? There's not a lot of places to flee to unless you're into the Antarctica. (laughs) So that's wide open. Um, But, uh, you know, um, with government oppression, this this is where we came. Now where do we go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. So we've got to try and make this okay. We've got to try and 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 stop this nonsense of taking our history and demolishing it. I just feel so um, ah, tired, don't you? Fatigued at this because it's been little hits, little hits, little hits. But the I would say that the deep state is very, very good at funding and making popular and. Um, controlling where we all sort of hub together. And if we broke out of that and decided that we weren't going to play along, that we didn't like the places where they want us to sort of hub and get together and talk, then we're going to have to invent new ways to do it. We're going to have to figure out how we're going to do it. The face-to-face thing is always a great thing because um, there's not much you can put in the way of that. Um. You know, I I don't know whether it's uh, by email. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it. But I know us well enough to know that we have the the ingenuity to do it and that if we can really figure out what we can or what we're what we can accomplish, what we're capable of. Why are we thinking that this is the only way to communicate is is these big monsters of information that have become such because they've been well funded and well crafted? If we could step aside from YouTube, Google, um, if we could step aside from um, the social media biggies, right, Facebook and all of those, and we could start to um, put our resources, we're a pretty wealthy nation, we could start to put our resources into something that would, um, would, would really speak to freedom, man, there's no telling. 
we've got to stop being on the defense and we've got to stop feeling pummeled, I think. Um, I know I've said that a lot and I just don't know. And I know that by bringing that up to you, maybe you want to email me and let me know what you think. Kate at katedallyradio.com. I'd love to hear. I really would because we are, we're, we're moving into a time. The Vermont governor just signed that. He just signed that bill. Gosh, look at where we're at right now. And look at where we're at with, uh, with free speech. There's got to be there's got to be more waking up and something that we can do. There just has to be. And we're going to have to be able to um, make the sacrifices to make it happen. When I look at the founders, I look at a lot of a lot of men that were really willing to sacrifice it all. I mean, really willing to do it. And to me, I'm so grateful for that, that they were willing to do it. And I hope, you know, hundreds of years from now if we survive that long, that, uh, and not because of climate change, <laughs> if we survive that long, that possibly um, people will say that about all of us, that, that they're glad that we made some sacrifices, but we have to make them too. That's the problem. <laughs> We've actually got to make the sacrifices. Thanks for joining me on this hour. We didn't do a whole lot of local, uh, but uh, that's okay. We'll be back tomorrow with more local. I did, uh, I did talk about Romney. He's, he's kind of local. Ugh. Nice guy, but not a good politician, not a good elected official. Um, Be right back on the Kate Daly Show with Melissa. Cannot wait to uh, talk to her about a very serious subject and something that just will make your toes curl. I mean, it's really, wow. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Best mattress help you beat the heat this summer. I know you're thinking, sounds just like another slogan, Dave. I'm Dave, by the way, owner of Best Mattress. Well, you really can beat the heat while you sleep. See the revolutionary new Temper Breeze mattresses that actually let you sleep up to 8 degrees cooler with a four-level cooling system. Plus, get up to $300 instant store credit, free delivery, and pay no interest for 72 months. Best Mattress, your Tempur-Pedic Elite dealer and home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. Don't miss Financial Strategies, Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies. Weekday afternoons, rub shoulders with trusted voices of truth and insight. The American Mutso Show with Eric Mutzos. The Read Hour with Lawrence W. Reed. Loving Liberty with Brian Hyde. The Liberty Effect with Ammon Bundy. And Stranger Than Fiction with Ralph DeLugas. Right here on the Loving Liberty Radio Network.